Welcome to the I Don't Want to Grow Up podcast. What? Welcome to I Don't Want to Grow Up. Keep this in. This is rough. Keep this in. Rough. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Welcome to I Don't Want to Grow Up, the podcast where two guys who argue about Star Wars canon versus Star Wars legend canon talk about how things were infinitely better when they were growing up and spend each episode convincing themselves that they're right. Felix Slater, and with me is, as always, Jordan Stratton. Today we're talking about Jordan. What are we talking about today? We're talking about fanboyism. Oh man, this is gonna be a <laughs> this gonna be a rough episode. I know. I have so many feelings. <sighs> so okay, I I, I honestly I'm th- I'm 34 years old. <laughs> I 110 percent believe that right now, at the time of this recording. Uh, in in February of 2018, that fanboys are ruining everything right now. Right now, like they didn't is, before. Well, no, they didn't. That's this whole podcast is talking about how <laughs> things are better, were better back then. Okay, okay, that's a good point. Okay, I I, I seriously think that they're they're oh, ruining. taking off the headphones right now, so oh, we're getting we're serious. getting real. It's, we're just Jordan starting. took off his shirt. <laughs> I'm I'm fully nude right now. <laughs> His lower his lower back tattoo is enticing. <laughs> it's sexual it was and very, violent. It was very expensive. <laughs> okay, I, I I do I do have to kind of kind of um, admit that it's not so much that it's better now, mm-hmm. but I do have to kind of admit that I live in a place now that I can claim that ignorance is in fact bliss because. I, because of the advent of the internet, I now know what the masses think about certain things. Right. And I you know... You can't not know it. You can't. Yeah, you can't. And as much as you try and avoid it, it's it's there and it's persistent. And it's it's so hard. It's so hard nowadays to be a fan of things because because people just... They just want to, they just want to tear you down all the time. All yeah, I whether, wanted- whether you, what they think you think is stupid or whether they think that you don't know enough about the thing that you love it's they true. want to just it's true there's you know it's like in in uh in video games where if you're not doing well you're a noob and if you're doing really well you're a try hard it's yeah. there's there's no satisfying the gigantic monster that is the internet of fanboys right there's no there's no happy medium but that's the internet though it's, it's true it's, you never hear the 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 voices who are talking about the it's the, it's true. Yeah. It's true. But then, like, if you think about where we used to go to be fans of things, it mm-hmm. was, you know, admittedly for me, it was uh, at the sort of loser table at the in middle school because yeah, what was we- that like? <laughs> <laughs> for those of you not not who don't know, Jordan's just put on his football helmet and his uh, his what jersey. Was that like loser? <laughs> I, why did you bring your varsity letter today? That's really weird. <laughs> you didn't even know what you were talking about today. And um, you, <laughs> is that a Heisman? I don't know where this cheerleader came from. My arms are around her. <laughs> yeah, let's get out of here, she, Brittany. She should probably leave. <laughs> <laughs> this is very inappropriate. I'm married. I don't think my wife would approve of her being here. <laughs> but I I think like when, when, I, when I was a fan of things as a kid, mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm a, I'm a little bit older than you, so you know I I remember watching. You got about five years on me. 
which you know, which isn't much, but you think about what that age gap looked like when when it was I, everything. Yeah, when I was, 12, we never experienced high school at the same time. We That's didn't. Crazy. We didn't. I, I was twelve when you were seven. Yeah, when we're doing was, basic math on a podcast right now. <laughs> no, we're awesome. Let's keep going. When I when, numbers are bigger than other numbers, <laughs> but no, it's being a fan of like GI Joes mm-hmm. or. Power Rangers Ninja or Turtles. right I had like a close knit group of friends that was like six friends maximum if no one was sick because they were all going for the perfect attendance certificate Freaking nerds yeah <laughs> no. Brittany get out of here God Brittany <laughs> get me a drink Brittany don't listen to him Brittany he's just jealous <laughs> and by the way whenever I describe Jordan to people oh no I always describe Jordan as I say, hey, I'm doing a podcast with Jordan Stratton. And they say, wait, what does Jordan look like? And I say... Ruggedly handsome. (laughs) No, I say he looks like the kind of guy that you'd have to beat in a ski race (laughs) to get your girlfriend back. (laughs) In the 80s. (laughs) I look like an 80s villain. Yeah. 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 Sweep the leg, Jordan. (laughs) But... But being a fan of things as a kid was was so much easier. And, And again, maybe it was because ignorance was so bliss... Because my middle name is Jason, so I could be Jason the Red Ranger. And nowadays on the internet, if I wanted to proclaim that I was Jason the Red Ranger, there, there's no way that the internet would let me get away with that unscathed. Yeah. Zero chance. Zero chance mm-hmm. of proclaiming my, my, myself on Twitter as, hey guys, I'm, I'm Jason the Red Ranger. Like, zero chance. But... Because <sighs> all those Ranger fanboys are still out there, right? <laughs> Those, those ranger. raging ranger message boards are still hot. They are. But, yeah, I, I, I 100% believe that the ignorance is bliss aspect of this really, really plays into this idea of me thinking that it was so much better when I was a kid. Because, because now there, it, weren't, there weren't legions of people telling you you're wrong or you're not good enough or what legions you're talking about is stupid. Is, legions is the perfect description. Yeah. Of that, of this term, because nowadays, nowadays, <laughs> nowadays, <laughs> I was thinking fanboys and days, <laughs> but nowadays when people call you a fanboy of something, it's it's an insult. Mm-hmm. It's such an insult, you know. It's, uh, well, it's saying like the fact that you care so much about this stupid thing, and that could be anything. I mean, it's not about like stuff that's traditionally, stereotypically like nerdy like stuff that we like like ninja turtles or or power rangers but it's it's like sports like literally like you have fanboys for the new england patriots like don't even oh my god why does it always have to be such a negative connotation of things like if someone because you like because you have passion for something it's true it's so true and and so like you said with sports it's you know the idea of someone like okay so they they love they love the statistics they love the numbers of a particular sports team. Now, now I'm gonna totally show my ignorance here because I I don't I don't watch sports. I just don't. And, and it's not for lack of trying. My wife and I have tried to pick te- a team. We tried to be sports people. We've tried to be sports, but it just hasn't it hasn't worked out for us. We live in Virginia, so we don't have a lot of options when it comes to the NFL. I and know, you've always lived here, right? No, uh, not necessarily. Since 2000, we've okay. moved here. You've, so you've always lived here, right? <laughs> I'm just a fan of living here, like a fanboy of I'm a fanboy of Virginia. <laughs> Get him, uh, Monticello, Brittany, Thomas no. Jefferson, all of it. 
But <coughs> it's like, you know, you, you have the, the guys who are authentic in <coughs> the liking of a thing. Yeah. And uh, let's take sports, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know that for a fact Jordan used to watch a lot of sports and he used to be way into it. Right. And his, the authentic nature of him enjoying that thing shouldn't shouldn't drive my opinion about that but nowadays it it does the my opinion of him liking a thing and then the like like jordan said the legions of people who back <laughs> my hatred for him liking a thing it, it ultimately sways it's part of your worldview now it like it's, does. it's part of your personality it the fact does. that you don't really enjoy people who like sports it's the worst it's yeah. the worst because i feel like I I could get into sport. It's I mean so much. <laughs> like it's admirable. One, there's one one yeah, of them. Just one sport. I could get into a, to sport. Um, <laughs> I I. You're right. Like I I grew up in Kentucky where basketball is religion, and I mean it's it's I mean I don't you you can't understand how ingrained it is and. Um, I mean, growing up, I mean, I still love Kentucky basketball, but it's funny that as much as I lived and breathed it back home, once I left and I'm not surrounded by, you know, on on Saturdays, I'm not seeing literally 80% of the city wearing blue. Like, I just, I it starts to fall away, that fanboyism. It's not as addictive. Hmm. And I'm, while I'm not surrounded by the masses of Kentucky Wildcat fans, so so fanboyism begets fan fanboyism. Oh, I, I think totally. I think well, it's, yeah. So it's okay, so quality. the internet is the internet is very good in that sort of idea of acknowledging acknowledging that idea of like yes, that thing that you like is okay, and then some. Right. And we're we're on board with that thing that you yeah. are okay with. So keep going, mm-hmm. and and then it feeds into that that sort of that voracious nature of oh man, I like this thing, and this group of people who also like this thing way more than me mm-hmm. like this thing. So I'm gonna up my like for this thing. Well, it's also it's also funny that like the internet allows you to find things that you're a f- fanboy or girl of that you never would have thought of before. Everywhere. Like, and that's a, that's a good example is that I grew up thinking that I love, and I, I do still, I'll, I'll watch a good number of Kentucky basketball games, but I'm not going to schedule my my weeks around when and where and who they're playing, and I'm not going to follow all of the player statistics like I used to in high school. Mm. But, you know, now... Um, I lost my train of thought. That's so, okay. so we're going. Um... <laughs> so, okay, okay. I, I, I kind of see where you were going. Oh, oh right, right. Yeah. So, so now that I, I'm out of that circle, and now I, I found myself um, on the internet more because the internet became more of a, a lifestyle. <laughs> now, basically, I found myself on Twitter, and I, I'm engaging with people who are more at Jordan Stratton underscore Stratton Jordan Under, underscore yeah, Stratton Jordan um, Stratton. You know, follow if you want. Um, so I found myself engaging with, with people who are, um, funny, creative people who I genuinely love now. And, but it just so happens that a lot of those people are not sports fans. And 
so I spend, I find myself spending more and more time with this thing. I'm like, man, I really love this community. I love the passion behind this. I love learning about what makes things funny. I love learning about writing. I love these different areas. And I'm spending less and less time with sports. And I'm spending more and more time with this, this thing that I'm like, oh, this is what I'm really passionate about. I would never have found this out without the internet. Hmm. And just how, how many different ways that that same scenario has happened because people have found a message board that they're just like, oh, wow, I love Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> so here's here's a question for you. Yeah. Uh, when you were when you were in the sort of throes and the thick of uh, said sports fanboyism of the of the friends that you surrounded yourself mm-hmm. with when you when you lived in Kentucky, yeah. who do you keep up with any of those folks nowadays? Uh, here and there, not too much. Here and there. So okay. When when you when you go back and you visit or when you talk to them mm-hmm. uh, on the phone or uh, online or whatever, do you do you find that they're still very very much? I feel bad. You feel I, bad for I them? Feel, no, I feel bad for me. For you, I feel guilty that I'm not keeping up with. Like I was, uh, I was, I was. Uh, Were you the leader of this pack? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I wasn't. But it, it was just kind of like an accepted thing. Like you oh, weren't like, okay. there wasn't hierarchy. There was just like, yeah. oh, did you see the game? Yeah, yeah, it was crazy that, yeah. you know, Rondo had a great game. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Um, I so, <laughs> um, but like I had a friend of mine, um, we were playing video games online and he was like, oh man, I'm gonna get off and watch the UK game tonight. And I was like, I didn't even know they were playing tonight. And that's a weird thing for me. And he's like, you gonna watch the game? It's gonna be a good one because you know. I was like, yeah, maybe. Which game? And I didn't. <laughs> and I didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah. What the get the the basketball the game? Games? The the game. So, really morbid. I uh. <laughs> wow, basketball's gotten really interesting. <laughs> really intense. I um. I, I've never had had that with the level of you know right. I I didn't grow up in Kentucky where <laughs> sorry I'm I didn't sorry. Mean, I didn't mean to downplay that no 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 I, I didn't grow up in a place yeah, you where missed out but <laughs> I didn't grow up in a place where ball was life <laughs> uh, I'm a I, I grew up basically five foot nothing a Filipino individual whose skill set you know did, the basketball stereotype did, did not include reaching things on the top shelf. <laughs> I, I I just it just wasn't really ever my thing. Now what what's funny is in uh, elementary and middle school and early high school before growth spurts hit, <laughs> I was actually a fairly athletic individual. I was usually first or second pick for things Look because because I could run. Okay. Because I was fast. Mm-hmm. Because I could juke. Tell those bullies you're running from. And then I discovered beer. <laughs> Not it, not it. I was gonna say when you were like fourteen, fifteen, <laughs> and this explains so much. No, later on in life, yeah. when I was of age, mm-hmm. I remember discovering, you know, food, beer. I didn't start eating until I was twenty. <laughs> I was gonna say I, I, I was given nutritional Jeez. supplements. Yep, uh, we grew up on a Vitamins, space station. Minerals, <laughs> aluminium, <laughs> aluminium uh, rations, <laughs> various I, various sorts. I. Um, I did a lot of athletic things when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I was uh, I was on the varsity soccer team. Um, I was on the swim team. I was actually the captain of my swim team. Um, yeah, Jordan's eyes got real big. I don't real big because I'm actually wearing my. Speedo. I didn't realize we were lying on this podcast. I'm wearing now. my speedo uh, during <laughs> the recording of this podcast. <laughs> um, let's snap it. Um, 
but uh, which is which is really interesting because now nowadays I I look back at the sports that I was involved uh, in as a kid or involved with as a kid, and um, I I just was not even back then. I only really really watched sports because my friends were watching them. And in middle school, you always do a certain thing because your friends, friends are, are doing, doing that thing. I loved hip hop as a kid. Me and Warren G, we were tight. We were tight <laughs> because my friends liked Warren G. I knew all the words to Crossroads from Bone Thug. <laughs> but I, uh, it was only because my friends, my friends liked those things. Yeah. And it wasn't until I started to really find my own identity in like. Well, some of those can catch on, and some that like I know you're true. still a fan of hip hop. Yeah, I I still am, and it, it actually right. took me a while to to circle back around. And to things that. latch on, and then you you revisit things, and you, right, yeah, it's true. But it took me a while to become a fan of those things again, organically, because I had a, such a stigma of those things as being such a lackey mm-hmm. of like I I only like these things because. Everyone else is liking these things, and I remember, I remember having the conscious decision of saying, like, I should probably find the things that I actually like on my own. Well, how old were you when you had that conversation? I with was yourself, with I, yourself. I was early high school. I was early high school. That's and early, man. It I was. Mean, it was, and it was actually a really, really big detriment to my my social career or social life, if you will. Yeah. Because I remember, I remember seeing. A lot of kids in high school dating. Now, okay, don't, ladies, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm a looker, but I remember, I remember seeing kids do do things, and, and, and they were they were dating, they were doing all these things. But I remember thinking, Sinful like, things. they were those those <laughs> heathens. But I remember seeing those things and thinking, like, they're gonna be done in a year's time. Like, what was the point? And you know. You I, saw behind the curtain. I did. You did. And I just, there was a lot of that where I realized, like, these these kids are doing a lot of these things. Only these be, kids. These kids. No, I'm just imagining a 14-year-old Felix I brought my going, own rocking, these kids I brought these my own days. rocking chair to school and judgmentally <laughs> stared at the kids at recess. And, Swinging your cane around. <laughs> But I remember, I remember getting to the point in in like like late ninth grade, thinking like, no one has their own opinions, mm-hmm. and uh, the kids that did have their own opinions, for me at least, the way I saw it, were the kids who were making their own music, mm-hmm. and the kids who were making their own art, and those the are the goth kids. kids. Yeah, <laughs> you were a goth kid, so pair, you turned to I a had goth. The parachute pants. <laughs> uh, me and Marilyn Manson, we hung out. Yep. Um, you know, I do hosted quite frequently on Fridays, <laughs> but it, it just, Jinkos were big with me. I'm wearing Jinkos right now, but you know, Over the I, I just remember the, the idea of, at least in my head, I, I don't, I don't know if this was right, but the idea of having my own opinions versus going with what the masses were. And so maybe that feeds into the idea of the things that I loved as a kid. Mm -hmm. And nowadays, the fact that everyone latches onto thing A, thing B, and they're like, this is the greatest thing ever. And I always take that statement 
with such a grain of salt. I always go into whatever that thing is. It doesn't matter if it's the biggest thing. Greatest of all time. Yeah, the goat. If it's mm -hmm. the, you know, if it's like goat Star Wars, if it's goat Marvel movie, if it's uh, goat Star Trek, whatever, I'm always so weary. But I think that's just my stigma. And it, mm -hmm. that has zero to do with how good or bad the thing is. I think... And I think so, some of that's so much of that is internet culture too. Oh, 100%. because like while you look, I think you realized that early on in high school. Well, I did not. I mean, I, I was probably <laughs> I was the one latching on, be like, please like me for anything I can do. I will I will do whatever I need to. Oh, and don't get me wrong. There was a part of yeah. me that thought like, man, I wish that this this group of people would accept me. Yeah, because it would have made my high school life so much easier. Yeah. It didn't. I mean, like the fact that I just, I couldn't find myself and bring myself to fit within that mold. This is becoming a really sad podcast. It is. <laughs> it hundred percent is. But okay, let's let's recoup. Yeah, let's recoup. So nowadays, nowadays, when as a result of all those sad things that I just talked about, <laughs> when when I like a thing. It doesn't matter what it is. If it's the newest Star Wars movie or if it's uh, the the newest song to come out from John Mayer. Yeah, that really... <laughs> I don't think I've ever listened to really a full John Mayer song. divisive <laughs> John Mayer singles coming out. John, if you're listening, uh, you should come hang out with us on our podcast. Um, you can wear one of your ponchos. But I think as a result of everything that I talked about, I'm so weary to proclaim... I'm so weary to proclaim because I know nowadays how easily you're ripped apart. This is so true. This is funny because Hannah, my wife, she, she'll say, <laughs> she notices about me. And I think it has to do with this that I don't have strong opinions about things anymore. Be a large part because of this. This week, she sent me a picture of a new um, a bed frame. Or not, not a bed frame, a, a headboard. And she said, do you, do you love this or do you hate this? <laughs> That sounds like a trap. It does. It does sound like, it sounds like a big she trap. She said, do, do you love this? And I, and do you hate this? And I, I, I didn't see the text for a little while. So she sent a follow-up text. She says, or do you not feel strong opinions about anything? <laughs> do you like this? Or is it just okay? That is a wife who knows you. It is. Oh, girl. man. She knows me so so well. <laughs> and I, I kind of laughed at it. But then I was like, yeah, I kind of like it okay. <laughs> but it's so true. I, do you I, have the headboard? I am. Um, I mean, we're still in the process. We're still. Oh, so this is recent. This yeah, is yeah. Recent this, is, this is literally this week. This happened oh. four days ago. Okay. And so, um, so go ahead and tweet in your poll <laughs> answers if uh, you think that Jordan should get the head porn. <laughs> That's Jordan underscore Strad. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I feel like that's a big part of it. Is that like part of me was especially? I mean, this is something that goes back to like it does go back to high school about like having strong opinions about something instantly puts you in this spotlight to be judged about it mm. whether it's people who are praising you but then you, or people who are criticizing you and you, i feel like as individuals we always hear the criticism so much more because we're worried about being accepted so okay so as as a kid yeah. like i had talked about the the five six seven individuals who i surrounded myself with who loved he-man who loved gi joe's who loved power rangers it was that affirmation mm -hmm. where I didn't have the loud voice of the right. 
the the eighth graders of the seniors <laughs> those, those damn eighth graders of the internet like yeah. the internet is those damn seniors yeah. like seriously that's that's what it is but now seniors are 12 year old kids with a twitter account mm-hmm. like it's gotten to the point now where like if you're interested in something and you know you're saying like oh i i, I really enjoyed this new this new track from the killers yeah like you can't just say that anymore no. because everyone everyone has a platform and isn't it funny that like now even though once you get you talk about people be, in kids in high school being like you know dealing with all this social pressure and all these problems and people saying like it gets better like people become more civilized and realize that you can't just say things like this but People still say things on the internet like this because there's no filter. People think that they can just say whatever they want and they can just throw out their opinions no matter how hurtful or how it's, it's anonymity. They are. It's the mask. It's the mask of anonymity. Right. And, they, and it becomes the internet becomes high school again. It does. It's weird. You 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 spend four years of your life dreaming and thinking and praying and hoping that you're going to be out of this cyclical hell. At least for me, now you know I I didn't I, I wasn't on the sports the the okay oh, I, I wasn't on school. the I wasn't on the popular sports mm-hmm. side of things you know mm-hmm. I I I did swim team and soccer which okay soccer's popular now but you know it, it's football is always the big thing I graduated from a beach school which is still new, a new concept to me you had your volleyball players you had we had golf because you were in school. Virginia Beach right. I was in Virginia Beach for my junior and my senior. Which Virginia's Virginia is a football state. Uh-huh. So football is big. Yep. Not big in Kentucky as much. Basketball is your thing. Basketball's our thing. Right. And so, you know, you move to a place, you move to a place where you're you're just unfamiliar with the culture yep. and they're one hundred percent on board with the culture and you you just you just want to get out. And so I I didn't know what that was like. I just I had no idea. And so, you know what? I'm I'm okay with that because that shaped me into who I am. I I love art. I love uh, the internet. is one of my most favorite things. The fact that Al Gore invented it just for me is incredible. <laughs> you know what? Thank you, Al. If you're out there, thank you for inventing both the internet and the environment. It it really <laughs> it has really shaped me into not just the person who I am, but the career that I'm in. Like I owe my I I, I seriously owe my career to the internet. Ninety <laughs> percent of what I love in life <laughs> is the internet. It's due to the internet. It's an incredible double edged sword of things, and as long as you know how to navigate it and not take things so seriously, it's seriously one of the most incredible inventions of not just my time. But of all time. This podcast is going to be a commercial for the internet. The internet. If, <laughs> the internet. Now online. Uh, all right. Well, so let's, okay, let's switch gears. Let's switch gears. Okay. So we're, we're here to talk about fanboyism. So I, I, want to, I want to talk about Star Wars The Last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> Just as a standalone. Just by itself. It's its own controversial thing. Yeah. It's its own controversial thing. That's true. Because... Star Wars fans are so, they're so... Uh, this is like a two months late on this. But it's okay. It's because fine. we because, It still stands. Because Disney bought Star Wars. So this is just the beginning. It's this true. is just the beginning. Yeah. And we, like, the, the fans right now who are upset with 
the the last iteration at the time of this recording, which is the Last Jedi, directed by Ryan Johnson, <laughs> uh, a Rian, Rian, Rihanna, 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 Johnson. directed by Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, like the 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 polarizing opinions of this movie are insane. It's unbelievable. Insane. Now. I I, I want to say I'm going to look it up while I'm sitting here talking. Um, I want to say that the uh, Rotten Tomatoes score of the Last Jedi is is actually pretty high yeah, despite it, despite all of the controversy. Critics of the movie. love it. Ninety one percent. I typed that while I was talking. Ninety one percent. But look at the look. But at the it. audience score is forty eight percent. Forty-eight percent, and you know what? You know what that is? That's Star Wars fanboy yeah, is hundred percent. That that is because before before we hit record on this podcast, Jordan and I were having a conversation about Star Wars canon versus Legends canon. Legends canon. If you don't know, if you don't know what that is, look it up because that's a whole podcast. That's a whole podcast. But the critics absolutely loved this movie. Because I, technically, it's a it's a good movie, but it's you a good can't. Movie. You cannot technically, in quotes, I'm air quoting. No. You cannot technically view Mm-mm. view a Star Wars movie. You just because can't. it's so much more when yeah. you come to fanboys. Because I mean, think about the amount, the number of YouTube videos about theories, how it should have ended, expectations, how it should have ended, videos, how it should not have ended. Yeah, right. I mean, it's all. It was unbelievable. I mean, the way because the reason why people are giving the negative reviews is because they were set up for something that they didn't get. I I agree. I agree. And I think because again, the, is it the internet that's ruining fanboys? <laughs> the um, which I I, do, I agree it is. I think um, I, I don't think it's I think it's it's just more diversifying. It's it gets it gets things more intense on each end of the spectrum. It's true. It's true. And I think leading up to. The, the Last Jedi, there were like a hundred million videos of people talking about what... Who the, were raised parents. <laughs> yeah. They were talking about the theories about what the movie was going to be. And so people, whether they had it in their head already of what the movie was going to be like or not, they would watch a video and then they were influenced to think... Oh, well, cool. That's what I am yeah. going to expect in the next movie. And, I mean, I watched a lot of those. I watched a ton of theories about this. And then Kylo Ren comes out. He's like, they were nobody. They were... He didn't wear a shirt the whole movie. The whole... I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> he looks amazing. <laughs> Kylo chest. He, uh... <laughs> that's my... That... <laughs> Kylo Bearman. That's that's my desktop right now. Yeah, it's just it's, just it is. just I'm pecs. looking at it. It's uh it's just, it's not even his face. It's, it's not even Adam Driver's face. It's startling to me every time I open it, but I love it. Yeah, you you right click on the left nipple and uh, it opens up his trash can. <laughs> um, <laughs> left nipple is a trash. His either his left or Jordan's left. It works. A it works stage across. left nipple <laughs> is the trash can, which is the name of my band. <laughs> Uh, we've got a new record. Coach, uh, we're Stage. playing at Coachella 2018. Stage. Coach left nipple. Stage left. Coach. Stage left. Coach. <laughs> but Star Star Wars is just, I, in in my honest opinion, it is is just one of the one of the biggest victims of fanboyism. Yeah. Because okay, 
if if you look if you look at the track record if you look at the track record of Star Wars movies on the base absolute base level of like I accept this as reality and I continue forward into uh, New Hope, The Empire Strikes Back, uh, The Return of the Jedi. Like those movies are silly, but they're <laughs> but they're they're a silly part of our tradition yeah. as individuals who love that genre. And 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 again, this is this is why I I Felix believe that fanboyism and being a fanboy and being a fan of things was so much better when you were younger. And I 100% believe that it was because of ignorance. <laughs> because, because I would be able, I was able to derive my own opinions mm-hmm. about why I liked a thing. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was an authentic reaction to a thing. But, but was it though? Because, <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Because I know you want to jump on me. Okay. But here's the thing is that like, some part of me, even though I hear the criticism about something that I might say online or an opinion I might have, there is a part of me that when I hear that, I at first I want to react to it and say, "Well, no, they're just being a jerk," in that voice in my <laughs> mind. <laughs> well, I Jordan don't... turns into a muppet when he's offended. <laughs> well, I don't like what he just said about me. <laughs> um, but there is a part of my brain that's that hears that as legitimate like oh do should i look at that different way oh is what i'm thinking garbage how could that be correct and then so do do you do that do you do that a lot if if you have a gut reaction about something it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what it is if like you're at a brand new restaurant in mm-hmm. a city you've never been in and you take a bite of a dish that you've never had mm-hmm. And then someone, your wife or a friend who's sitting next to you, like you take a bite of it and you're thinking like, good Lord, this is the, this is the most delicious thing I've <laughs> ever eaten. And then in that moment when you're in that, those few seconds of bliss, enjoying whatever it is you just took a bite of, your wife or your friend or your, your, your sibling, whatever, says, too much garlic. Your, your brain, of course, is going to be looking for like, it, is it? Does it have too much garlic? And yes. then you're gonna be you're gonna be looking for garlic. And even you're thinking, even if my answer remains like no, I think it's really good. I might I will probably tailor that answer to, yeah. But I feel like the garlic really accents the chicken in my dish, so I think it really benefits. Welcome to from the it. Foodie Podcast, the <laughs> podcast where two guys who eat chicken on the podcast talk about how good the chicken is. Overly garlic chicken. Um, but, no, but, okay. but it really does. And I think that has, that has something to do with my personality. I'll own that is that okay. I really, I, as a, as an individual really do seek approval from other people. I want other people to be happy overall. I'm a people pleaser. Okay. So what, what is, what's one of your like most, what's one of your most favorite things in the world? It doesn't have to be food. It doesn't have to be a drink. It can be either one of those things. Like right now, if I said, uh, Jordan, here's uh, a blank check. I want you to go do slash experience slash live in for the next 24 hours not even 24 let's say for the (laughs) next hour if if travel and geographical location and the whatever is in front of you was not a, a a constricting factor and you were able to have that thing in front of you what would that thing be that's so hard that is hard. okay because initially my initial reaction was like something recent that like 
because as a as a 28 year old man mm-hmm. um like there are things that i know that i didn't know when i was seven right which is we're totally going back to your idea of like things were better when you didn't know as much that ignorance is bliss Agreed. so like my initial reaction was like i last year i went to italy with hannah nice. and we we went to we were uh she was in a, a friend of our, our her wedding Mm-hmm. And it was one of the best trips. I've and ever ha- had. how long were you there? We were there about a week. A, a week. week. We can have eleven days. Okay. And it was amazing. Amazing food. Amazing people. Amazing culture. We loved all of it. Right. One of the best trips we will ever have. I'm sure. So my initial reaction was like, I'd like to go there. Let's go back. I'd like to sit on the countryside, have a meal with with my wife, drink wine, and just sit Which, there. Did you do that? Oh, while I, you were there, I did that so much. It's great. That's so much. That, of that. I've never been, and but, that, sounds, that sounds amazing. Right. It, and it was amazing, and that that would be one of my answers but also one of my answers was i remember when i was seven years old and i went to my first kentucky basketball game with my dad santa no comparison is happening right no, now no, but it's a completely different reason <laughs> okay okay it's a completely ahead. different reason continue i remember there was this there's a spectacle about it there's this there's this feeling of the feeling of anticipation of this thing that i've i mean i've watched March Madness and I watched you know this was in the 90s this was when like Kentucky was in like the golden age and they were I mean kind of where they are now but they've kind of gone back there but you know back when they were winning national championships and I was watching this year in and year and I was watching sitting with my dad and watching games and realizing they're like oh man I'm gonna go to my first game and the anticipation the build up and going and seeing I mean just you know just sitting there at Arena 24,000 people and it's it's this amazing thing as as this young kid. Oh, it's massive. And being massive. able to go back there is just it's it's amazing. But like now, I could go back to the game and be like, oh yeah, this is this is fine. Okay, so okay, my 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 question that I, <laughs> I was trying to set up. But so you, what was your question? But you painted this amazing picture. Now I wish that I grew up in Kentucky and <laughs> I went. I I I wanted I wanted to, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna. I'm going to frame this statement with a story. Good. I'm going to frame this statement with a story. I'm excited. I I was born a little bit before you. Not not significantly, but a little 27 bit. 27 years before me. Right. <laughs> I am 34 years old, so I am uh, math to you. Six. Uh, <laughs> I'm six it's years your... Math. I'm six years... Six years... Six and a half. Your senior. Or four or five and a half. So four or five... 45 five and, a and a half. 45 years. 45 years your senior. Yes. Um, I, uh, I, I grew up watching G.I. Joe's. I grew up watching He-Man. I grew up watching uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple and <laughs> Double oh, Dare. Yeah. But most importantly... In my portfolio of things that I feel have described me and defined me as a human being, I I grew up watching Transformers. Mm. Transformers was my jelly jam, which is um, which <laughs> is what I call uh, my girls' pajamas because we call them jammies, and I've shortened to jelly jam. So it's like, girls, it's time to get into jelly jam. That's the same amount of syllables. Correct. Not, okay. Right. Oh, it's okay. not a short. It's not a shortcut. Uh, <laughs> but I, I grew up watching Transformers. So, of course, fast forward years later, when I become more cynical and a, and a little older, a little slower, a little more, a little more pudgy, uh, when Michael Bay decides, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remake Transformers the movie, okay? So, of course, my friends and I are, are we're cynical in the approach. 2007. Think, right. Was it 07? It was the year after, it was the year I graduated from high school, wow. I think. Okay. 
I, I didn't even know the date. So th- this is this is why Jordan, this is why Jordan is the, I, the head I'm, of this podcast. I'm concerned why I know that. That's okay. It's okay. <laughs> so Transformers the movie comes out, and of course I've surrounded myself with individuals who have the same like-minded opinions. Uh, Jordan's giving me the thumbs up that it was in fact 07 for the haters. I've surrounded myself with individuals who are in the same exact boat of me uh, as me who who watch Transformers as kids and are going into Transformers the movie as cynical adults. So we go into the movie and we actually went to a midnight showing. We went to a midnight Dang. showing. When midnight showings worth a thing. Nowadays it's like movies come out on the 29th and oh, they do yeah. seven o'clock showings at the, on the 28th? It's a whole day before. What? Yeah. No. Incorrect. Fa- false. Fake news. But they, um, <laughs> they, <laughs> we went to, we went to a midnight showing of Transformers the movie. So it was me and my like five, six, seven cynical adult friends sitting in one row. And there was this kid, there was this kid sitting to my left. And, it, this kid was like in like late elementary, early middle school. He was just super pumped to see Optimus Prime change into a, a, a robot from a from a semi truck. He was excited to see Soundwave change from a cassette tape. Which what what what? Like there's no cassette tapes now. Why is he a thing? You're looking for me to jump on board, but you realize I'm too young to actually. Soundwave was literally was literally a, a a a cassette tape, a bird, and a robot, like okay. and a gun and a gun. That's I had the Soundwave toy, but anyways, there was one point where in the initial Transformers movie, where Optimus Prime, you see him for the first time cruising down a street. And for those of you who don't know who Optimus Prime is, he's a semi-truck, a semi-truck. I think everyone knows who Optimus Prime is. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast and you don't know who Optimus Prime is, turn it off. But he's a semi-truck. He's red and blue. Red and blue with hints of gray and black. But I remember watching, I remember watching the Michael Bay interpretation of who Optimus Prime was, and he was red and blue, but he had flames. flames on. He had flames. Flames yeah. down the side, yeah. the side of the truck. I knew that wasn't canon. And when he <laughs> that was Legends canon, he transformed into uh, the Optimus Prime that we all know and love, who was not Frank Welker as the voice, by the way. Mm-hmm. I might add, he transformed into Optimus Prime, and he had flames up the side of his left and right side of his legs. And this was a pretty pivotal moment in the movie. I remember because it was the hero camera move. He transformed into Optimus Prime, the mm-hmm. robot, and at the exact, at the exact same moment that he transformed from the semi truck into the heroic pose of the robot, and the cameras moving around him, I said, "Boo!" <laughs> and the poor, the poor elementary slash middle school age kid at the exact same time that me, the cynical adult said, boo, said, yeah, and then looked at me with puppy dog eyes, almost as if to say, why? 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 You destroyed him. I completely destroyed that kid's childhood. Yeah, the amount of power you had (laughs) over him. And then I stabbed him in the neck. As a (laughs) Uh, but it, it's 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 it was the level of 
of fanboyism for me. Well, you owned it, right? I did. I did because yeah. Optimus Prime did not have flames on yeah. the left and right side of his truck. He did not have flames on his. And robot it's this kind boots. of thing that it gets so ingrained. I mean, and and it, to different levels, and and to the idea that people own different things that becomes it becomes subjective. They aren't objective things that people own. People pick and choose what they decide that this franchise is going to be. Yep. I mean, they talk about uh, early on when J.J. Abrams took over <coughs> Star Wars, there was all these people, all these fanboys mostly, mm-hmm. talking about their issues with... And fangirls. <laughs> but but it, getting on him about uh, being too PC mm-hmm. and about involving people of color and a bun- much more women and all these things about these stupid people saying like, why are you trying to like push your agenda on us? And, and just this idea that like, yeah, you're right. The galaxy, this galaxy far, far away isn't all just white men as if they aren't members of the empire. Like, Chewy white? It's like, yeah. yeah, he's clearly Caucasian. Is he? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm a Filipino man for those of you who have zero idea via audio. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 totally something that people own and they, they shape in their own image. They to, and they they take onto themselves. But see, and now how how much of that is their their uh, online fan boy is a right. group of individuals? Because then you who are you find people this. who share that, yeah. and they kind of gather around their little huddle of people. And that's and they, the internet. That's, it is, and that's the internet. It is. Thank you, Al Gore. Yeah. <laughs> so the internet's ruined fanboyism. <laughs> I, I, you know what, you know, I know we, we end every episode asking if we think that whatever it is we're talking about is better or worse now. I, I mean, I went, I, I went into this episode knowing in my heart of hearts. Well, let's, let's hold off before okay, you go okay, there. Go. Because we, we, we need to end with the final verdict, okay. but we still haven't talked about wh- what fanboyism is going to look like in the future. Oh. Oh, that's good. Okay. Uh, do you want to start? Or you want me to start? I feel like you have something <coughs> to say. You look really excited. So I'll let you go and then I'll build off of you. Okay. Oh, wait. We got we got 60 seconds on. Okay. Yeah. As, as we do every episode, we set 60 seconds on the clock. And both Jordan and myself, Felix uh, Abernathy Schlater, uh, that's not my middle name, um, <laughs> we, uh, we talk about what we think the topic of the day is going to look like in the future. Okay, 60 seconds on the clock. Me, Felix, is going to talk about... Excuse me. We're going to edit that out. We're going to talk about what fanboyism and fanboys are going to look like in the future. And fangirls. Fan persons. Fan humans. Fan humans. I turned my phone off. We're going to talk about what fan boys, girls, humans peoples. are going to look like. Fan peoples are going to look like in the future. All right, Jordan, six seconds on the clock. And go. Go. VR. <laughs> it always goes back. <laughs> the, the fact that right now I could hop online and speak to an audience of thousands of people about the things that I love and hate is huge but the ability to go into virtual reality or augmented reality and talk about how much i love or hate star wars as 
Maz Kanata as says, could you imagine oh Maz, Maz talking about how much what? she hates Han Solo and how, how much of an impact that would have? Like, that's, I think that's where it's going. And the ability to manipulate what other people look like and talk about the things that are in your agenda on your platform, I, I honestly feel that that's where it's going. All right, we're looking at right about 60 seconds. Boom. So you spent about 20 seconds just talking about Maz Kanata, which is... You know what? I Maz, appreciate... She was based off of J.J. Uh, Abrams' teacher. I one of her that. teachers in elementary school. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> All right, Jordan. Uh, what what fanboys and fanboyism fan and fangirls and fanhumanism looks like uh, in the future? All right. And 60 and... seconds on the clock, go. All right, so... Well, I don't disagree that VR might be a part of that. <laughs> My answer is always VR. And you might be a, a, a person. You might be Maz Kanata walking around spitting your spitting your language at people about Han Solo and your problems with him. I think that we're looking at different social media platforms and how they're going to more they're going to diversify, and so to the point that people are going to have different opinions about different franchises, but it's going to diversify based on different platforms. So you're going to have what you're looking at now is is Tumblr versus Twitter versus Facebook versus Instagram, whatever, and then and I think that's going to become more diversified as we as we get further into the future, whether that's on those platforms or new platforms, and so I think opinions based on different franchises are going to diversify even more to different cultures, different subcultures, to the point that opinions are going to I don't even know whether they're going to get more diverse or they're going to get more kind of these sub opinions of different things that fanboyism becomes this thing that, oh, I'm out of time. Oh, no! That's the first time that's happened on the history of this podcast. I agree with you. It's, okay. it's a lot like music. Music yes. back in the 80s was like two genres. And nowadays, like, you can't, like, when people ask, so what kind of band are you in? It's like, well, it's like paper plates that you drop into a dishwasher with a dishwasher <laughs> but in the back the, of a truck. The thing that I like about that that's promising is the fact that music... It it hasn't become this thing like oh you like you like indie like new indie rock music indie like, isn't I, even a genre it's not a thing anymore. anymore that's it's the not thing. even a genre and there's so many subcultures there's so many subtypes of indie music now yeah and you can't like shit on another kind of type of music anymore because it's like you just don't know about it that's and true. people people don't say like oh I know about it and it's terrible people are just like oh man maybe I don't know about it. <laughs> Because it's like you don't, and people, there's this kind of like weird mutual respect with the music that like, you just, you're just like, maybe I don't know. Well, the answer is always, yeah. It's like, hey, have you heard of this band, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> blah, blah, yeah. they're great. Blah, blah, is good. Blah, blah, last record was, like the first record was okay, and the last record, like, they're really They're defined. really building on their sound, and I feel like they're really <laughs> developing as a group. It's true. It's the, the, the sort of, um, the sub-genres and how much it's become, uh, there's there's just so many subgenres within subgenres of things that are so hard to define. I just don't see the hate that I do in different type of like weird nerd culture. Yeah. And now, okay, so so let, let's let's back up just a hair. Yeah. First off, let me touch on the fact that this is why you and I are friends <laughs> because we we understand on some level, not on the whole level, we understand on some level this global view of these things. And maybe part of it is because we we were born in different eras, not vast eras, but we were born in these these 
this spread of time. Well, it comes to pop culture, I feel like it's pretty different. Right. But we, we understand that on some molecular level of like it's 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 okay to have that that varying opinion. Mm-hmm. But there's so many facets of the internet that are just not okay with that <laughs> with that spread. And they're just they just don't they don't they don't want to have that spread. They want mm-hmm. everyone to be in their camp. We're just too nice. Yeah. <laughs> now, welcome to the We Hate Nice you Boys podcast. Con- podcast. Um, <laughs> it's a Y-C-E and with a Z at the end of boys. Uh, the nice boys. Yeah. <laughs> back to be nice to each other for 30 to 45 minutes. Ugh. So, okay, the verdict. We're, we're coming to the end of the podcast. Mm-hmm. We're going to hit the verdict where we decide whether the fanboyism in this case is a better now as a result of the technology and the the connectivity and uh, in our case the internet of things uh or be worse uh jordan yeah i i feel like we're probably at a, a consensus here is that i feel like it's kind of this arc where we're going to where we started to where things were pretty neutral that you could be pretty happy where you are wherever you are and now we're getting to this point where we're in this middle ground mm-hmm. where the internet is relatively new that you can feel safe in your different little in your subculture of of friends and tight knit groups, but then there's there's still going to be pe- those outspoken people who are going to disagree with you, who are going to call you out, who are going to call you a phony, and who doesn't know what they're talking about. <laughs> um, but I, I feel like, like I talked about when how I see this going in the future, I feel like this is going to get so diversified that people aren't going to be able to call people out because there's going to be these deep underlying like when it comes to music there's going to be these different types of perspectives and 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 worldviews when it comes to something as simple as simple being quote-unquote simple as star wars Mm. um that people aren't there's going to be perspectives that people haven't even considered Mm. that someone's not going to understand unless they really get into that specific subgroup or subtopic or subculture that it's it's going to be this nice little um this renaissance of this this ignorance culture of you know we're i'm in my small group here that you don't understand unless you come over here to us where right now the internet is a little too congregated so the subcultures are going to get bigger is what you're saying the subculture is going to get more diverse i think more diverse and and and, and, but there's going to be more of them Hmm. to the point that it's not going to be like this group or that group, this group or this group. The melting pots will get bigger, right? Okay. And so there's going to be so many, so much more of them that like it's it's hard to just know that it's this or that. Hmm. It's going to be like twenty of these things that you have to really get into and understand. Interesting. And and it'll be a respectable thing. Like you 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 can't know until you you're there. I hope. <laughs> you have a very hopeful outlook. On I, the I like to think I'm a positive person. I think it's worse. Until next time, we're <laughs> I uh, I I still am in the camp of ignorance is bliss, and whether that's a, a a good thing or a bad thing, the things that I enjoyed when I was a, a wee lad, uh, you know, I had I had the group of friends who were around me who affirmed the things that I loved. And you know what? Back then, I didn't realize that there was a global view of those things, and I didn't realize that there were individuals who had Gosh, opinions comparison, about comparison, right? Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't know. I just had no idea yeah. because there was zero connectivity back then. And now, as that connectivity gets higher, I realize that 
that it's not just a black and white version of I love this thing or I hate this thing. It's a I love this thing, but or I hate this thing, but you know, it's it and that's okay. I think that's just the nature of things. Mm-hmm. And I hope as we move forward into those those gray, dark gray, darker gray areas, I hope that the anonymity of things becomes more transparent. Because then that's going to allow people to become more honest about the things that they love and hate. And when, when that anonymity goes away, when that fog clears and it's Felix Slater and Jordan Stratton talking about a thing, they can't hide behind that sort of persona of anonymity. Mm -hmm. And they can actually truthfully speak about those things, knowing that everyone else is on the same level platform. Um, And I'm still going to hide behind the the idea of the things that I love are the things that I love and the things that I hate are the things that I hate because I would like to think that on a on an individual on a friendship and on a global scale that I would still be me I would still be me and if someone said like but you told me that you didn't like the that thing I would say I would be able to look them in the eye and say you're absolutely right I don't like that thing And I'm still probably going to please people (laughs) and tell them what they want to hear and try to be... If anyone wants to to watch the Kentucky game with Jordan this weekend... (laughs) I'll uh, be on board and pretend that I still love it. (laughs) 